Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to Mile High Report Radio with your hosts, Adam Malnati and Ian St. Clair. Get involved with the Denver Broncos conversation at milehighreport.com. And now it's time to get to work. Well, I think it's safe to say that the Broncos did everything that they could to Make sure that the memory of Demarius Thomas was the focal point. There was a celebration, uh, and then there was a big win over the Lions, and that's what we're going to talk about. Uh, this is a, a different MHR Radio podcast. Ian is off this week. I'm flying solo, so it's just me, Adam Alnati, here. Uh, but a big win for the Denver Broncos. They came out and uh, did what they needed to do, quite frankly. A 38-10 to win over the Lions after... What happened against the Kansas City Chiefs, it was nice to see the offense come out and actually perform. Uh, And after the rough week that was had in Broncos country, it was uh, a fitting way for them to honor the the memory of Demarius Thomas. And and Ian and I will get into our memories of Demarius Thomas uh, on the next podcast. I'm not going to go solo on that. I think it's important that we have an actual discussion and honor the man who really was uh, a wonderful human being a great Bronco and someone who uh, if by all accounts was a better man than he was a football player. And he was, as Peyton Manning said, a hall of fame football player. That being said, let's go ahead and, and dive right into what took place during the Broncos win over the Detroit lions. And let's just start with the obvious Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon had another incredible day on the ground. 
Gordon led the team with 111, 111 rushing yards, excuse me, on 24 carries. Javante Williams on 15 carries rushed the ball for 73 yards. Gordon had two touchdowns on the ground. Williams had a touchdown on the ground. He had one in the air and was, again, a solid contributor in the passing game, even with just one catch. So you can tell that the tandem of Williams and Gordon is going to be something that the Broncos need to focus on for the rest of the season. They need to lean on them. They have been leaning on them. And it was pretty obvious that when the offense got away from that in the first half, then the offense just didn't click. And yes, they were playing a Detroit Lions team that was down several starters. It was the Detroit Lions JV squad. We get it. And the Lions are already a JV squad if you are going to go that direction. But it was apparent that Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon were going to carry this game. And when you look at the stats and you see how the Broncos shifted from being up 14 to nothing at the end of the first quarter to then not being able to move the ball in the second quarter and not finding as much success, that really did stem from the offense trying its its hardest to establish a, a passing attack and not really finding success there. And it's pretty obvious that Teddy Bridgewater is what Teddy Bridgewater is. And I, I don't want to keep having the discussion about, well, he shouldn't be back or he should be back. I, I don't think Teddy Bridgewater is going to be back with the Denver Broncos. But what he did do in this game was he did what he needed to do. He did as much as he had to to get the win. He took one sack that was pretty bad, uh, but he had no interceptions. He didn't make any huge mistakes. Didn't have any huge passes down the field. We're still kind of wasting that Jerry Judy talent. We're wasting Cortland Sutton's talent. We're wasting Tim Patrick's talent, although Patrick did have a uh, kind of a bad drop in the second quarter. Still, all of those things are a problem that can be fixed by bringing in the right quarterback in the future, and Teddy did what Teddy needed to do to get the win against the Lions today. So let's go ahead and just... Put that aside, right? 18 to 25, 179 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, not a bad passer rating, but not really something to, to get too excited about. I will point out, though, something I was happy to see, the contributions of Noah Fant. Noah Fant has been what I would say is less than visible in the last few weeks. He has not really been the weapon that many of us believe that he can be. Uh, he... Had four catches for 51 yards. He looked like he was involved in the offense, which is a good thing, especially in an offense that isn't really throwing the ball all that much. Uh, you also had Albert O with a, with a big game. Albert O with five catches for 41 yards, and he also had that really nice touchdown in the end there. The Broncos' touchdown to sort of cap things off was a nice play on his part. Catch and run, dive for the pylon, reach and, and grab and touch and all that stuff. That was really good, and so... To me, you can kind of tell that the talent is there, right? We keep coming back to this. The talent is there. And on offense, when you look at what they're able to accomplish, knowing that it feels as if the play calling is bad or it could be better, and also if the quarterback play was better, this would be a better team, then you know that there are bright spots in the future as long as they can get those things worked out. Again, I, I kind of go back to the idea here that it is the Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon show. And I like this tandem. And I saw some things on Twitter this week about Melvin Gordon, how he likes to be in Denver. And there's a, a, a certain group of fans out there that would rather him not be around in Denver. I don't get that. 
you watch this guy play. Yeah, he's his contract maybe is a little too high for what he is, but you can tell that Williams and Gordon together is a really good tandem. And I'm not sure you find a better tandem just by cutting Williams or cut, or cutting Gordon. Excuse me, cutting Williams. That'd be a bad idea. You're not going to find a better tandem by cutting Gordon and going and finding somebody else. You could make the argument that Mike Boone is a possibility there, but Mike Boone has never put together a, a complete season as far as I can tell. So you're you're really running a risk there. You know what you have in Melvin Gordon. And again, he comes out today against a bad Lions team and does what he's supposed to do, exposes them, hits the hole, does a nice job. Same thing for Javante Williams. Has another nice, big, angry run, which you probably won't see this week because they got to give got to give other guys a chance here. And you continue to see that those two guys are able to wear down a defense and and you are able to, to get a lot out of them when things are clicking. And the offensive line, I think, is, is another place that you can go and look look as um, this is a this is a group that is coming together and, and they are able to make things work. Again, I know Detroit Lions, JV squad of a JV squad, not necessarily uh, the best team to really gauge things on. But what you can say about that is that when you look at what this offense did, they did exactly what they were supposed to do against this team. And you can only play the the team that's on your schedule, and the Detroit Lions just happened to be on the schedule. And it was a good week to catch them, even, uh, even though they had just come off a win. They had all kinds of issues going on with their, uh, you know, with, with guys on the injury list, COVID, stuff like that. So uh, definitely something to to sort of keep your eye on there is this offense if it can continue this right if you can go back and say to the offense if we keep doing this then we're going to be successful if you can do that that's going to be probably the best way to, to do things and and they've got some big games coming up in the future here as well on the defensive side of the football if you look at what they did defensively recovered a fumble Jonathan Cooper recovered a fumble that was uh you know that was forced by um by Kenny Young, you had uh, you had a, a, a Draymond Jones series that is an absolutely incredible series where he ends up with a sack, a huge tackle for a loss where he times the snap perfectly, gets through the hole and hits the running back as he is receiving the the, the football on the handoff from Jared Goff, and then on fourth and short. He comes up with a big pass defense, knocks it down with his head because he jumped up before and forgot to put his hands in the air and ends up knocking that ball down. So uh, you do have a, a nice Draymond Jones series there that was good. Justin Simmons with an incredible diving interception and the the defense was just clicking. You know there were there were times when they looked soft. I think that second quarter is a, a good example of when they really sort of looked like they weren't in it. The Broncos go out to that 14 to nothing lead, and then they just keep giving up big play after big play and yardage after yardage, and that was a really frustrating quarter. They came out in the second half, and they shut it down. It was done and over with, and the the Lions had one of those sort of similar drives that the Broncos had against the Chiefs with the long, you know, 88 play, 240-yard drive that amounted to no points. Well, the Lions had one of those because the defense stepped up and put a stop to that drive. So that was another really big moment in the game as well. And it was just one of those situations where the defense looked like they were going to sort of start to falter, and then they came back out in the second half, and they did everything they needed to do uh, to to put 
this game away. So uh, it was really interesting to note that they were able to do that. And again, you love to see it. You see guys, uh, you know, coming in that haven't been performing or haven't been in games. And then you have other guys who've been around and doing stuff. And so uh, I really did like where that was going. Special teams, Brandon McManus was perfect. He hit his one long 52-yard field goal and he hit five extra points uh, on a day when he had DT on his cleats. You knew he wasn't going to miss, and so uh, you know all props to him on that. It was a good it was a good day for Brandon McManus to say the least. Uh, Sam Sam Martin had some good punts, I suppose. If you want to do that, essentially what I'm getting at here is there was no special teams gaffe. There was no big mistake on special teams. There was clean play on special teams, and that was it. And if they can do that. If they can have clean play on special teams, maybe you won't have so many of us out there screaming fire McMahon because, uh, you know, Tom McMahon shouldn't have a job. If they do what they did against the Lions the rest of the way, that bodes well for him perhaps keeping his job, although uh, I hope not. In the end, I think just to sort of sum things up, and this isn't going to be a long one. Like we said, this is a post-game recap, and I'm just talking to myself here. Uh, and hopefully you are agreeing with the things that I say. And if not, that's cool too. I'd love to hear that as well. But in the end, what happened here was the Denver Broncos showed up on a day when all of Broncos country was feeling the sadness and the hurt and the loss of a player who has meant so much to all of us, a guy who was on the Super Bowl 50 team, a guy who has one of the greatest plays in Broncos history in that playoff game against the Steelers when he takes a slant from Tebow and scores to win the game in overtime, which is forever etched in all of our memories. And a, a guy who just was a genuine, happy individual, smile on his face, brightened the room, consummate professional, someone who I have never heard anybody have anything negative to say about them as their character, and again, just a great Denver Bronco, someone who will be in the ring of fame, who has uh, all of the accolades necessary to be a Hall of Famer, has Peyton Manning calling him a Hall of Famer. The loss of Demarius Thomas was felt pretty heavy by all of us. And the Broncos went out and they did what they needed to do to honor his memory. They defeated the Detroit Lions in convincing fashion. And in this way, a small amount of Joy can be had, a little bit of healing, and that is exactly what was needed for us here in Broncos country. You've been listening to Mile High Report Radio. Get involved in the discussion at milehighreport.com. And as always, go Broncos! Broncos!